So we now find out about a fuel farm that supplies the Jet A1 fuel to most airports in the country. We're joined on the line by Mr. Eric Matlake. He is new business development director at DKK uh, Global Resources. Hello, Mr. Matlake, how are you? Hi, good afternoon to both of you, two beautiful people. There's three of us actually in the studio. There's the three of you. There's okay, I apologize to the third guy. Yeah, it's a crowd up <laughs> <Okay>. in here. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Tell us about tell us about this great uh, a, a company that you're running. When did you spot an opportunity in this industry, and when did your involvement begin? Uh, basically, um, I started off. I started off at the Pretoria Technicon. I started the electrical engineering there then uh, they introduced a course called avionics mm. and then i then I got a break in 2010 around 2010 when we got an opportunity to supply the city of swani with the jet a1 fuel and the aviation gasoline for their uh, uh for fuel farm for the aeroplanes and the flight schools there. Mm. For those mm-hmm. who may not know, Baba Eric, what this jet jet A1 fuel is, maybe maybe give us a, a brief background on what it is. Uh, um, it's, it's basically say it's, it's one of the fuel fuels will derive from the crude oil. So when they get crude oil from those uh, Arab countries and jet fuel, will bring it into South Africa into the refinery. Mm. And then from the refinery, then uh, obviously, then we then take it to the to well, the jet fuel farm storage, either through pipe, uh, road, or rail. And then uh, then we then then we dispense it either into the plane or the power stations, depending on the requirement. And then you've also got a fuel farm, right? You have a fuel farm. Yeah, we actually uh, managing a fuel fa- a fuel farm facility. Mm. Yeah, so basically what, what we do is obviously uh, acquire the bulk fuel from the, re, the refinery in well on road at the moment. And then, then we make sure that that fuel, fuel that we acquire from the refinery, we maintain it in the same standard that it left the refinery and make sure that when it goes to the end user, mm. it's still in the same format. So... Uh, Quality is very important in this sector because you remember they said there's no packing up there in the sky. So if it, uh, something happens, you know, you've got to cover all those people there. I can also imagine that running this fuel farm can't be something that is cheap. No, 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 no. It's quite, 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 uh, <laughs> quite expensive. Mm. I mean, I, I can just make an example. I mean, going from here to New York, the aircraft will take one, 100,000 JPA, one fuel. But then also you get those normal uh, small guys taking fuel from 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 our tambo to say Deben or Cape Town. So those will be in the balance. So you've got different fuel farms. Mm. Those ones that are will be for smaller airports where you will have both the F gas and the Jet A one tanks uh, so that you can dispense to the aircraft. And then you've got the bigger fuel farms which are normally managed by. Or, or was run by the consortium and built by AXA Airports. So those can only build the Jet A1 fuel farms. Mm. So you guys yeah. are also leasing the farm? Yeah, so we, it varies. So some of the fuel farms will, will lease. Mm. Uh, some of the fuel farms, the intention is to own, uh, but some of them will then go on a tender where obviously maybe then, like for example, in, in our time, it's more like a consortium. Then we'll go in a as a throughputer, mm. 
Mm. So we'll, we'll hire just a speech within the whole quill farm. How many black people, I'm just interested to know how many black people have access to, um, you know, leasing or owning fuel farms in South I must Africa? Be, yeah, I must be honest with you. We, we There's not much there. Eh? Mm. We don't actually have any black uh, participants in the space. Most of the guys... When you talk about aviation, they will normally be talking about pilots and all of yes. that. But a, yeah, so but then there's a whole lot of opportunity. I mean, like as I said, there's fuel farm, there's uh, uh, air traffic control. There's quite a few opportunities in the aviation space. Yeah. But then specifically on the uh, fuel supply, I mean, we I'm the only one I'm sure that I've was got the opportunity to supply your guys like a South African Airways with mm. about two million. I think they were consuming wow. 55 million liters at that time. We're giving them at least about 2 million liters or so. So we that's quite, and we're the only guys. I was the only guy wow. in the space. So there's quite a, like, I can say less than 1%. So there's this space the to enter most. Other people can come in and enter this fuel supply space. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's basically all you need is obviously get the, um, um, what do you call it, a DOE uh, uh, certificate mm. that allows you to be able to dispense fuel. And then obviously you well, you have to get a section 32 from the SARS where they allow you, to, they know that you're dispensing fuel into aircraft and then you do the FACAA where they obviously they take up levies and take responsibilities for all of that. But then also the main thing is there to be compliant Mm. with the standards of like making sure that the fuel that you get from the refinery and to the aircraft is exactly the same thing. Like I'm just repeating myself to say there's no packing up there. Yeah. So so how did you position yourself, man? How did you position yourself as a global supplier? Well, look, with guys like AXA and that with all these throughputs and agreements with different airports, Mm. obviously gives us opportunity to become a throughputer, therefore giving giving us a chance to be able to supply to various other airlines. Mm. Like, I mean, at the moment, like we supply the SAA and Namibia, we've got clients coming from Dubai that will be coming in. So they'll call us and say, so we like to capture this space and maybe become well, maybe get a little bit of 5% because at the moment we're still only getting like it's only the six companies in South Africa mm. that are doing that work. Nobody else in the black business is doing what we, what I'm basically doing. It's because in the, if you look at AXA, the model there is only, it's only those six guys, like your, the normal big five or big six that are there. Wow. Multi- and also multinational companies. But you also supply most power stations and mines and municipalities. Yeah, it's not so, just airports. Sorry? Did it's not just airports, I it? Yeah, mainly it's, 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 it's airports, airfields. Obviously, like I said, there's a difference between the the two uh, 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 what fuel farms. So like in the bigger airports, they normally don't allow airfields. But yeah. we do supply the mines. Mines will normally require the diesel. So we'll give them the diesel, petrol, and lubricants. And then the... Um, uh, the, the I know the city of Cape Town, we gave them Jet A1... For their for their for their operation in Cape Town for the Rohebach and the other uh, power station that they had. Eric, can I just uh, can we just pause this conversation? Very interesting conversation. I just have to play a couple of ads and then we'll come back and conclude with no our problem. with our chat. Thank you. Twenty twenty was a year like no other. 
The 2020 Human Rights Festival was a casualty of the pandemic. But we are back in 2021. From the 21st to the 31st of March, Constitutional Hill brings you the Human Rights Festival, a hybrid event that will once again bring us together, live and online. The Human Rights Festival is our way of supporting our social justice communities and addressing the impact of COVID-19 on human rights during this challenging time. Join our program online and follow our social media platforms to catch the action live. Visit humanrights.co.za for details. Tiger Bear, we've got you covered on 99.5 FM. Feel good music. You're still on the Glen Zero Superdrive, and we are chatting to Eric Matlake. Eric Matlake um, is telling us about a fuel farm that supplies the Jet A1 fuel to most uh, airports in the country. This is a fuel farm that he happens to run. They also supply to power stations, mines, private entities, municipalities. Um, Eric, you're doing quite a bit, actually. Um, and, and for a person who says you are the only person that you black person that you know in the industry, surely there are some challenges that you've come across. Yeah, well, uh, maybe I'm not the only one. There's quite other few players, but mainly most of the guys in South Africa think uh. they're putting their focus on the diesel and okay. and petrol. And then on the aviation side, I think that's where we are lacking. Okay. Uh, okay. But in the main, like I just explained to you all before we went to the break, uh, the main problem is the resource. Uh, the funds, because it's, it's quite stringent. I mean, um, for one to be able to supply your guys, like I say, you will need like a one billion aerospace insurance. So there's a few things that keeps on blocking a lot of new entrants. What do you mean? What do you pay. mean one billion? Is this one billion rands? No, 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 dollars. One billion dollars that you need as a liability insurance. Like, you know, the most important, like I said in my maybe saying now for the third time, is that. If that aircraft falls down, there's like there's no packing. So all yes. those people, miss. if it, we find that the problem is the fuel, then obviously then you need to make sure that everybody that uh, had a casual toll they are covered with that uh, liability. So that that's that's one of the things that are very stringent because if we have that, it's not it's not a cup of tea. So that's why mostly there's a lot of not lot of participants. So how do people access funding then? Or do, can you even access funding, a billion-dollar funding, f- to, to start up this kind of project? Yeah, I, I think, uh, well, there's a lot of capable people in South Africa. It's just that maybe this is a space that has not been exposed. Like yeah. I said, most of the people, when they talk about aviation or when they talk about fuel, they'll only be going to play in the diesel and and petrol. They don't really play in the aviation. And the margins are very small. But then there is a lot of people that are capable that have got the resource. But if you can't, I'm sure people like your your IDC and all the other people, they should be able to give you the the assistance in terms of giving you the guarantees. I mean, all you need is in the main is the guarantee. Uh, mm. And also for the fuel, that's the guarantee. And also get the working capital. And then your business model should be such in such a way that obviously you are able to make up for that money. Because obviously, if you get a one billion uh, dollar guarantee, it does. I mean, if, uh, aerospace cover. It's not necessarily that you're gonna pay one billion dollar. You only, I think, it's about hundred thousand mm. dollars. So to cover, but that's the thing that you need to pay every year. Did you tell us which airports you supply? Uh, well, we present at any airport. So if somebody says I need to fuel in Oartambo, we'll supply you. 
Mm-hmm. You need fuel in Cape Town or anywhere. So in the main, we also get, we, sometimes we operate as third party, sometimes we operate as a throughput. There's three ways that you can participate, or actually two ways, either as a or three ways, throughputer, third party, or as part of the consortium. So the consortium will be mainly the majors, like your like the big guns, like all these multinationals. Yeah. And then as a throughput as what AXA provides to make make a space for players like us when we came in to say, okay, I only need to supply two below. Then you got uh, that you apply for that throughput. Obviously, that's all that. And as a third party, obviously, then you write on one of the, uh, what do you call it, the, the oil major. So you say, okay, my, my, my partner is... Uh, Total or whoever else, then mm. I'll be writing on that wave because the in pre- predominantly they're supposed to be the refineries or I the manufacturers, see. and then we're supposed to, like myself, I'm in the distribution space. Yeah, so unfortunately, is that now you find the refineries or the manufacturer also play in the same space that we we play in. So, I think in, in future, if the government or the policymakers can find a way to, to give space for the distributors, that will go a long way. Yeah. So to get a lot of people into this space, but also to make sure that they refi- manufacturers, because their fuel will have been already been insured, then it's already covering the other guys. But yeah. that, that's my thinking, yeah. Yeah, government needs to make the circle bigger, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a quite a problem because there's a lot of opportunity about this. Interested by the, like as I said, if you find the a BP or Total, whoever else is playing in the manufacturing, but it's also playing the same space that I'm playing, which obviously makes it difficult for, for the rest for of any other yeah. guy that would like to play in the same space. Mm. Eric, this conversation has been such an eye-opener. Thank you so much for your time and all the best. And I hope that uh, these global players or these other consortiums don't take up too much space that you can't, you know, flourish. Yeah, yeah. So if the guys obviously need some some of the, the fuel or our support or they want to support us, they can contact us obviously on info at dkkglobal.co.za or maybe follow us on, um, they can follow me on my Twitter handle at uh, Motlake Eric, uh, and then they can get, ask me questions so how we can help each other. Okay, Eric, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. No, no, no. Thank you very much for the opportunity, and I hope this has been enlightening to a lot of youngsters. Thank you. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. That's Mr. Eric Matlake. He runs a fuel farm that supplies the Jet A1 fuel to most airports in the country. And, um, yeah, he distributes this, and obviously he is talking about the challenges that he's facing and clearly the money that he's making. You know, when you say fuel farm, uh, one would initially think, uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, vegetation really? that they squeeze <laughs> them and turn into... V- <laughs> God, there's no such. There's no such. It's just drums and drums and yes. drums and drums of, and storage of there. Diesel, yeah, yes. like silos, big silos yes. of, of storage there. Party pooper, man. <laughs> Jeez, he supplies airports, power stations, mines. Did you even think that you could do this? Because he's right. Every time or each time people talk aviation, you think pilot, you think um, air control, like he was saying, yeah. you think um, air hostess or, or food. Or food. Yeah. You never think of the space. As to us, the thing that makes that thing go up there. And it's can I access fuel. it also? Can yeah. Is it easy to access, you know, supplying fuel to airports? This was such an enlightening conversation.